This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Larry, we're about a seven-hour drive away, and I don't know if you felt it this morning, but I've been judging you. I've been wondering <laughs> about you. Oh, that's so what good. What makes me think about you. Uh, the grass is always greener on the other side. I have a little bit to say about it, and I'm really curious what you have to say. I think it's an interesting paradigm. It's generally, like I think, advice for as a negative way, like don't don't pine for something you can't have. But, I mean, it can be positive for your career, so I saw a study from the Bureau of Labor Statistics that from 2015, people between the ages of 18 and 50 will have an average of 12 jobs, which like maybe getting more jobs with the new world order is better. Like the way to get a promotion is better. But if you're married, the grass is always greener, leads to a 40 to 50% divorce rate in the US. I was judging you because I don't think you subscribe to this. I think you just do what you want to do and uh, move forward. But I'm curious what you think. Well, I was raised in sort of a like evangelical kind of Christian home type thing. And I feel like evangelical Christian type people are always saying eventually life will be good if you get to heaven, if you do something eventually. As I become a grown adult, I have come to realize the closest you can get to like God, the universe, the spirit, whatever you want to call it, is if you are completely present in the moment that you're in. We talk about this all the time. Like if you're not taking photos of something, you're actually enjoying the moment. That is the grass is not greener. You're just completely content. And I, I see that in my own life. When I am in the moment and not looking at my phone, that is a beautiful moment. But I did also think, hey, listen, this phrase comes from shepherds walking around green areas going like, hey, it looks green over there. I should take my sheep over there because maybe they could get foot fed better. And then they get there and it's not. But you got to go try sometimes, right? Yeah, I think you do have to go try because I agree with you that there is peace and stillness and, and enjoying what you're doing. But if you're working in a job that you hate or you're in a relationship that you hate, like it, I think it's it. You have to think about what what other things might be as opposed to accepting the status quo. I always think about the guy that I worked with that hates his job and still works at that same company. Like making moves is important, but like you have to understand yourself in that like. Am I always trying to make a move? Like I, I had a friend that got married and it was like, they were dating. When are we going to get married? Or when are we going to move in together? When are we going to get married? When are we going to buy a house? When are we going to have kids? And like, once they hit all those milestones, there was like not a new thing. And she's like, all right, I'm out. And so like, that's a certain type of person. And there's also the, I'm not ready to make a move yet type of person. So I think it's, I, <clears throat> I think it's a good thing to, to see what's out there and understand it, but also not, move just to make a move. I think jobs and marriage are two great examples. And here's why I would say, kind of not pushing back, but different ideas of that. Were you ever fully in the job and the marriage to begin with? Like some people go to a job and they got one foot out the door from get-go. So yeah. then you never really gave it a chance to begin with. And so you were always looking to get out. Same with marriage. So there's my idea of like, maybe, did you fully do the job? And then, oh man, I'm not good for this. And then you have to leave. Yeah. There's also the society part of it too, the keeping up with the Joneses where it's like, well, this person has this and like, how do I get 
to their happiness and the, it's it's not all the same it's not prescribed for you so seeing that your friend had well not even necessarily money or material things but like hey my friend has five kids and they're really happy should i have five kids or maybe not so i think it's i like looking out and absorbing whatever absorbing whatever i see and then processing it through my filter as opposed to just like go get this I think we talked about it recently. Like it's the, if I just get this syndrome, then I'll be happy. I feel like I heard this. I forget what the coach's name was, but he was like, I'd always been told I got to win this championship to be a good coach, blah, blah, blah. And then I won it. And the next day I was the exact same person. I, and also uh, we heard that interview or I, I heard an interview with Tim Ferriss. We listened to his podcast and he was saying, be careful of what you actually want because he became famous. He always wanted to be famous. The next day, he had someone show up at his door and want to kill him. Like if you're famous, you have all sorts of other problems that come with that. I'm in media. I thought I was going to be somebody and I've always thought I was going to be somebody, but I'm not anybody. And I need to just be thankful that I don't have anybody showing up my board, my door trying to kill me. Yeah. I mean, entertainment is definitely a good grass is always greener because you're like, Oh, if I just get to be on this TV show or if I get to produce this or whatever. And I would say 99% of the people who are famous that I've heard talk about it say they miss their anonymity. The only person that I have heard not say that is Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is like, anytime there's a camera, I'm showing up because I love being in front of the camera. So I, I think that's kind of funny, but yeah, it's like careful what you wish for. I love, though, the literal meaning of this quote. The grass is greener on the other side. Like from your neighbor, you're sitting on your lawn, you're looking down, and you're seeing the dirt and the grass. But if you're looking across the street at a 30 or 45 degree angle, your neighbor's lawn looks greener than yours because you're at a different angle. It just looks greener. It's not actually greener. So it's always about the perspective of where you're looking at something. Even if it is greener, I was doing a little bit of research. I found some, it was like a, a agriculture website, but it was like, basically you go over to help your neighbor out and you're like, you find weeds. Weeds are green too. So from a distance, <laughs> it might look like lush grass, but you got weeds growing in there. So it's, uh, anyway, I, I just, I want to explore this because I, I view you as someone who doesn't subscribe to that. And it sounds like maybe you don't. Well, no, but I, I really with you, you know, you can't just be miserable forever. Like, but I mean, have you fully invested in your situation and then can you move on? I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you're That's ready to I'm move on, please reach out. You can find us at Repost the Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for the Eyebrow Sam. Thanks for stopping.